Welcome back to the podcast, lovelies. I'm dropping a little surprise episode for the middle of your week. It's going to be a quick one, but I thought it might be useful to some of you when you can look at traveling again. It's going to be about how to travel as a student, and this is the no bullshit guide. I've been there. I've been a student. I've traveled while I've done it, and I want to share my tips and advice I have for you. I remember being a student, I was torn between studying and traveling. Honestly, I was. I wanted to do both. I just didn't think that it was possible. So I'm going to share how we can see the world and prepare for your dream job. You can do both at the same time and you can keep your costs down. You can work and play. Tip number one, you need to be flexible. This is one of the easiest ways you can afford to travel. And I know that this is not always possible where you can be flexible. There are much cheaper flights and travel offers available if you can be flexible. I suggest researching if you can attend any of your lectures online. If you do online uni, that's great. Can you attend any of your course online? And can you avoid traveling in the peak times? Don't book your travel if you can in uni holidays, in school holidays, around public holidays, around Christmas and holidays. That will bump the price up a lot. And also think about peak times to travel to places in general. Maybe you're not planning on going in the holidays, but maybe you're planning to go to Japan when it's their winter for the ski season. Can you go at a different time of the year? That's just an option to think about. Alrighties, tip number two, work in your free time. The reality is you need to work if you want to travel. This is not the podcast to listen to if you think I'm going to give you some amazing advice to be able to travel for free. There are ways to travel for very close to free, but the reality is you are going to need some kind of money to get yourself overseas and get started. So this means you're going to have to get a job while you're studying, which I know that can be hard while you are studying full time. So it doesn't have to be a full time job. I funded a lot of my overseas travel while I've been studying full-time and I only had time on the weekends and afternoons free to work and I also wanted to have some free time so I wasn't working both days the whole day on the weekends and every single night. I had a bit of flexibility. It's all about prioritizing your money as well. I'm going to have a podcast coming later on how to prioritize your money for travel but you need to prioritize it if you want to travel. Can you get rid of some of your Netflix subscriptions? Do you need Netflix, Stan and Disney Plus? Can you just have one? Do you eat out a lot every week? I will have a podcast coming about this, as I mentioned, but just have a think about how you can prioritize your money to put it towards something that you value more, if you do value travel more, which I hope is why you're here. (laughs) Okay, the next tip, create a new budget. I didn't really discover the beauty of budgeting until I'd been studying for a few years. I recommend write out all of your essential expenses and set aside a small amount of money per week to spend on yourself. I used to and I don't really do this anymore because I am working more at the moment and not studying but I used to set myself $50 per week. I had to pay my bills. I had $50 per week to spend on going out for brunch with friends, going to the movies and the rest I saved for travel. I saved like a crazy person if I'm honest but this means that you won't get I guess savings burnt out. You won't you know, restrict your savings so much and then splurge because you feel like you can't go out and do anything. Go out and have a good time, but just create a realistic budget for yourself. Save the rest of your money towards traveling. Every little bit really does count. Okay, next, join study tours and programs. So a lot of tertiary study can include travel opportunities, which is actually a great advantage of being a student. 
I know that here where I live in Australia, a lot of the universities offer study tours or the opportunity to study abroad with even assistance um, from the government to pay for that study abroad, depending on where you're studying. Um, so it really could be worth checking out if institutions offer these kind of programs because it can be quite affordable. I remember going to my uni's, um, it was like an orientation day and you could pick all these different like lectures you wanted to go to about the subjects, about uni life. And I remember going to one and it was all about the travel opportunities and they kind of went over that. They went over that you could defer the payments to put with your HEX, which in Australia is the way you pay for your education um, and the different opportunities that were available. So I definitely recommend seeing if there's something like that going on at your institution. Okay, the last tip I want to give is utilise the student deals and discounts available to you. This is honestly such an underrated piece of advice. I can't tell you how many times I've scored a good deal after subscribing to a student discount email chain. So for Australians, I'm not sure if this is available overseas. The website and app Unidays um, is really useful for not even just travel, just for student discounts in general. But they do offer discounts for travel from time to time. I remember them having discounts on Kentucky, Top Deck, Intrepid, Greyhound buses. But if they have discounts on, you know, sites like Kathmandu or MacPack, I'm not sure if they do. But if they had something like that, maybe you could grab yourself a backpack. You could get clothes for your trip from the different shops on there. It's just something to think about. Um, and another example I have is Intrepid. They have ongoing early bird student offers on their site, which means that if you book, I think it's a year in advance, you get a discount. And Intrepid have always been good for having student discounts long term. I remember before that they had like a long term 5 or 10% discount if you're a student and you could prove this with your uni ID. So that brings an end to this podcast. Um, that's how you travel as a student. I think it's a perfect time to start planning now while all the lockdowns and restrictions are starting to be lifted. Um, yeah, I'd love to know what you think of this quick surprise podcast and don't forget to check out findtash.com for the written version and leave me a comment on the first place you'd love to travel and what tip you're going to use as a student and look for a podcast coming soon on how to travel cheaply if you're not a student, a more general approach. But I thought I'd just do a quick extra episode and... Have a great week, guys. I'll see you on Friday.